Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me on Between the Covers. My name is Bradley Shaw, and today my very special guest is Kelly Wilson. You may know her as one of our co-podcasters and also as the author of The Shadows of My Shadows in My Mind. Sorry about that. Uh, which comes out in October. Now, Kelly is also an established author with her previous book, Breathe Grace, and her children's book, uh, Lady Lulu, which has also been released this year by Shoreline and done a successful, uh, so far successful campaign of launching herself as an author. Hello, Kelly, and thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me today. It's nice to be on the other side of the hot seat. Yes. Um, So I apologise for the titles. The Shadows in My Mind is your new book. Now, just tell everybody listening what it is about, and I understand too, uh, it, this is a slight darker twist of some of the styles of writing you've had previously. It is, actually. It's um, my second young adult novel. Um, my first novel, Breathe Grace, was uh, sort of equally as dark, really, but I'm all about the hero and the heroine and the happy ending, um, and the shadows in my mind won't disappoint there. It's a fast-paced thriller uh, set in India, Nepal and Australia, all about child trafficking. And it's a mystery um, and it's a story of a young character, Anya, who's a 19-year-old girl who finds herself uh, in Australia after waking up in a coma from trauma amnesia, mostly oblivious to her life before. She's slightly aware that she had lived a life of trauma in captivity um, and was rescued by her now missionary parents, adoptive parents. Um, however, she's not aware until a mystery letter arrives in the mail that she has family still in captivity in India. So she must decide, is she going to be brave and face her past and return to India to save her family member that I cannot reveal who it is? Or does she run? <laughs> Nice. Okay. Well, that's a very uh, comprehensive plot. Was it difficult to write? So, any aspects of that storyline of, of putting all that together, especially with culture as well, like you've got India and Australia? Yeah, I really was aware, just like I was in my first novel mm. with Breathe Grace, which was um, half set in Afghanistan and dealt with the Taliban. Now that I was moving into India and was dealing with um, the very sensitive issue of child trafficking. I needed to be really authentic and really sensitive to the beautiful people of India and Nepal um, and write in a way that um, readers could be assured that um, I valued their culture and um, had researched as much as I could to do justice to the beautiful people over there and um, every country has a dark side and um, I chose to write about this because we're so naive and so lucky in our uh, country and many people like me were would be equally as naive to what's actually happening right this second in India and Nepal. And child trafficking is not just um, 
the sex trade. It's child labour uh, predominantly, which is what I've actually written all about, um, you know, mm-hmm. young people being bought and sold and stolen into slavery. It's pretty full on. It is, mm-hmm. it is. And just on that that as well, as you say, you're very uh, thorough in your in your writing and, as you say, it's in your authenticity. So in, in that realm, explain mm-hmm. to us some of the processes in the researching. Like how do you research uh, another culture, another country, another process, another, uh, then, of course, the political elements of yes. trafficking, yes. The, pol- the policing processes. And, <laughs> I mean, you know, um, you can't really sort of just start Googling trial trafficking no. or else you'll get flagged. So you really, what steps yep. did you take to really investigate <laughs> these sorts of things? It was actually huge. And and like when I was um, sort of embarking on Afghanistan and the Taliban, um, it took me over a year to really um, nut out, you know, f- truth um, and fact from from fiction and and even then you know I still wonder to this moment and and I hope people will understand I've I've done my very best to be authentic um the process was huge and because I didn't actually travel to the country it was in COVID at that time um I set up with a number of organizations um like uh, an organization called destiny's rescue which is a um, live and active rescue association that travels across the world um mm. i had lots of awesome um connections with um orphanages and women who had been in those situations because in my novel i've actually got characters that um i've actually written up almost from true facts from characters that I've interviewed. So I've got um, women who have been in slavery. I've got um, Indian taxi drivers. I've got ex-detectives. I've got um, just a lot of culture. And I, I've, I've tried to be as diverse as possible um, and as well-researched as possible. But, but I don't know. I hope I've done it justice. <laughs> No, you've done a great job. Don't, don't get me wrong. It was very impressive. Um, <laughs> and both books, as you say earlier, Grace was very well done too and had a good, great response. And we expect the same for this one, of course. But <laughs> just, tell me, um, <laughs> just tell me, it, it, it intrigues me and, and, and I'm not trying to be too personal, but mm. the elements of your nature are so mm. joyful, positive, <laughs> happy, <Different>. light <laughs> um, and focused on, on you know, humanity and, and goodness. And yeah. yet... In Thank your you. stories, you you have to delve into so much of this darkness yeah. and these elements of trauma. Was that difficult to write for you? Because I know, like, you have to put yourself as a writer, just like an actor has to put themselves into a character. You have to put yourself into your story. Yeah, how did you that, do. How did that experience go for you? Like, was it was it difficult or? Um, probably different to what you think, actually. Um, I yeah. do have a bit of a trauma background myself, so mm-hmm. some of it um, felt even a little personal to me. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, things like the trauma amnesia, when I wrote about that, I actually could relate to some of that, but when I actually researched it properly, it was a far deeper level. And I actually um, know I felt really empowered by delving into those worlds because um, I am all about being grateful for what we have and being as kind as we can be and, and putting back into our world. But one way to do that is to be the voice of change. So the mm. more I researched what people just like you and me are going through right this second in our world, <laughs> um, mm. the more I wanted to get it out there. And I I was very um, 
careful and clever in weaving fact into fiction so that young readers or any readers really could pick it up and go, whoa, this is happening right now. I don't accept that. Or I'm going to tell someone about that. Um, so it's not just a news report we're reading. Um, we can relate to true as almost characters. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as you say, Anya is such a, a real girl in a real situation. And yeah. It's, it's very, and you've written it very well consciously that way to make it, yeah. Thank like, you. As a, as a story, but as a, as a fact telling as well. Mm. So one of the other challenges I'm curious of is, um, what was the incubus to, to, to write these stories? And even if you wanted to go back to Breathe Grace, we may have asked this before, what put you into the idea that this is a story that you wanted to write, you had to write and tell and, and now publish? What, what was that that moment when you had it, that it thought was, about this story? Mm. That's a really great question and I don't actually have a a really clear answer on that. I I actually breathe grace um, was going to be all about a lapis stone and it was going to be a picture storybook. But the more I researched a blue lapis stone, which is mined in Afghanistan, and I became fascinated with the miners and the stories of some Afghan people, the more it just started to evolve in my head. And then, of course, when I um, started researching about how people couldn't be educated during the reign of the Taliban, which is happening again right now. Mm -hmm. I just, I just, I don't know. I just had to write about that and how incredible some of those people are and have mm. been um, fighting for their rights. And then <laughs> when I'd done Grace, I thought, well, I want to be, I, I want this to be my niche. I want young adult and and empowering stories to be my thing. So I'd better come up with something pretty cool <laughs> for the second one. So. Actually, I met someone whose um, husband worked at Destiny's Rescue and straight away I just went, oh, my gosh, I have got to write about how that affects young people and their journeys afterwards. So that's yeah. a, sort of as much as I can really tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so a conversation triggered a thought and then that became yeah. the epiphany. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. No, that's that's good. And and who was the hardest character for you to write in this story? Like when you got such a convoluted story, you got Australians and Indians. Who was uh, the hardest character for you to write? The hero, actually, the heroine, the good hero, the uh, bad guy. <laughs> I've got lots more characters in this story than I had in Grace. Um, um, and so I've actually I've really enjoyed getting to, into the heads of lots of different characters, but I've got <laughs> a reformed alcoholic detective. He was pretty cool because I don't even drink, so that was kind of hard to, but I just asked my husband. <laughs> um, <laughs> and But actually, to be honest, the hardest character was Anya because in Breathe Grace, Grace is very much like me, but Anya is not. I want. I didn't want her to make her the same character as Grace in my first book. I wanted it to be really different for a reader. So I kind of based her on uh, one of my best friends and I kept running to her and going, how would you respond in this situation? Because I know how I'd respond. And and she'd say, oh, my God, I'd, I'd respond like this. And so I'd write it down and go, oh, okay, that's so different to how I would have handled the situation. Um, I just took my time. I took my time to be as authentic as possible and um, if I was in the head of an old lady or in the head of someone who'd been in captivity for a very long time, I tried to research what it was like for those people on the other side because often people who have been in a captivity struggle once their freedom is put in front of them. They yeah, are mentally yeah. very scarred. So 
Um, yeah. I know I know some people after COVID who had that. Yes. <laughs> well, it's similar. They just didn't know how to. They just no, couldn't function being locked in their ex- house. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's only a short. That's only a exactly. short term. Imagine doing that for. Imagine doing that for ten years. Yes. Yeah. I know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So right. it's it's it, it's it's really good. And like I said, you said earlier, you were creating a niche. So my next question, of course, is is fairly obvious. But what is <laughs> next for you? Like, well. what, what else are you going to be inspired <laughs> to to bring us in these um, styles of women and and stories? Well, interestingly, I've got another hero on the way. <laughs> I'm writing a new book um, that I was going to call Driftwood Spirits, but I'm thinking now of calling um, Amber, which is a, a resin that's um, that's disintegrates over thousands of millions of years actually into a stone called Amber. Anyway, it's a historical uh, thriller set mm-hmm. um, starting in 1902 with a stowaway from the Quinn Dynasty from um, China, and she lands in Australia and uh, creates an estate uh, and she buries and hides lots of her treasures and jewels. And uh, many generations later, her great-great-granddaughter is there, but they connect uh, in terms of ghost and the young teenage girl. Wow. So I'm I'm hoping to yeah it's a, it's very different to what the other two are but it'll mm. have a really good backstory as well that I'm hoping will inspire and teach people a lot about history. Good. Wow, that's awesome. And is this an intentional process you use to challenge yourself as a writer as well as challenge your readers in following you because naturally you're not creating stories that people, you know, like in romance people get a common theme from a writer, yeah. but you're you're really sort of intentionally trying to push yourself <laughs> and your readers into areas and outside boxes. That- yeah, I do definitely. Um, I just love being a life learner and learning new things and I get bored really easily if I don't. And um, I, I am annoying though to myself as well. Like I really, every topic I start with I know nothing about. <laughs> so <laughs> it takes me ages. They're but then I get learner. I get excited, so then I'm motivated to to go for it. So yes, and yeah, teach people um, yeah cool stuff about history in the world, not just our little box in Australia. Yeah, wow. Okay, well, Kelly, it has been a pleasure talking to you. I could go on for a lot more. There's a lot more to delve into. But for everybody listening, The Shadows in My Mind is available, as I said, in October. You can pre-order it now online and where great books are sold. You can ask bookstores and libraries in your area to order it. It's a fantastic novel written by a very passionate, enthusiastic and talented lady who, uh, as, you, as I said earlier, has a collection of uh, really good books that if you wish to grab hold of as well, uh, please do and support Kelly Wilson in her journey. Thank you, Kelly, again for talking to me. Thanks for having me. Everybody take care and thank you for listening and we'll hear we'll talk to you again next time on Between the Covers. Thank you everyone. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.